This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal, I kind of back on the fan. The one thing that I've been thinking about, especially after game four, I was in the building, especially after Game 4 being there and then experiencing the euphoria of Game 4 for the Knicks. Hey, this is what the playoffs are about. Nothing better than the postseason at all in sports. This is what we live for as sports fans, whether it's a you know a Jets or a Giants playoff game, whether it's the Mets or Yankees making it to the postseason. And obviously, in this case, the Rangers, the Knicks getting into the postseason. You want to throw the Islanders, Devils, obviously, and Nets in there as well. Whatever fan you are, there's nothing better than playoff games and playoff series. However, with that, usually comes great pain. At some point, you feel the great pain. The majority of the time, you feel the pain. Because the further along you go, the more it hurts when you lose. Rangers had a taste of that last year in the Eastern Conference Final. Giants had a taste of that in the divisional round. Yankees in the ALCS. Mets in the wild card round and so on. And with the Rangers, now look, it's still 2-2 and it's a brand new series now. But they missed a golden opportunity to put their foot on the throat of the Devils. And I'd be more concerned about what this means. I mean, right now they got to be concerned about the Devils. But I'm more disappointed, maybe is a better way to put it, than concerned. I'm more disappointed in what this means moving forward. Because they were playing. You saw signs through those first two games. Signs of a champion in the making. They were looking like a championship team. A championship team puts the Devils away in four or five games. After being up 2-0 and winning the first two in their house. A championship team does not come home and lose both. And in the process play one of the worst, lifeless postseason games I've ever seen. Home or road, it doesn't matter. I mean, they were that awful. For as good as they are, for what this team was assembled to accomplish, that was as bad, pound for pound, as bad a postseason effort for a home team, but I guess just in general, that I have seen. I mean, that's it just can't happen. That's what's really discouraging. Like, the series, could they still win it? Sure. I do think they're going to win the series. I think they win the series in six. Like I said from the beginning, I thought it was going to be a five or six game. I thought six, but maybe five. Feeling a little, if you were feeling frisky, five. And now it's going six no matter what. Six or more. 
And after that 2-0 start in New Jersey, there's no way I thought it was going six. But it's less about the result and more about how. Because the result was the same in game three with the Devils winning. But the effort, the way the Rangers played, that was not the same. 877-337, and that's the problem. 877-337-6666. Bruce is calling from Howell. What's up, Bruce? Yeah, how's it going, Sal? How are you, Bruce? Bro, I have to back down what I said about a BP. I mean, maybe the Knicks are going to make a run, not the Rangers. I mean, no, I still got Rangers in six, but I mean, come on. Well, I mean, look, right now the Knicks are the ones who took care of business. Knicks came back 1-1, took care of home court. Why couldn't the Rangers just, even if they split? R.J. Barrett. Yeah, well, I'll get into R.J. Barrett in a little bit. And I don't think we need to go over the uh, apology tour for R.J. Barrett just yet. But anyway, I mean, you you look at what the what the Rangers have done here. You can't have an effort like that, Bruce. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. So, uh, the problem is Mika's a banjo. He has done nothing through the first four games. At least Kaner, Tarasenko, and some of the other guys have showed up in the first two games in New Jersey. Mika's a banjo has done nothing throughout the first four games of the series. Yeah, exactly. And what's the problem, Bruce? What is the problem? Mika took over. No, he's our best player in the regular season. I don't know. He, he actually came through in the playoffs last year. Yeah, so I don't know that's what I was going to say. In Pittsburgh, Mika took over in that series. And that's why the Rangers were able to win it in seven after being down. I, what, what, like, I don't understand what's the problem here. What is Mika Zibanejad doing? The only line is that he's doing a little bit of energy is the kid line. Even the even the kid line of a lot of Kido and Kako messing up in there. Look, no, yeah, nobody was good. And thank you for the call, Bruce. Nobody was good in game four. Nobody. And you could even throw Shesty in there as well with that second goal. And can you stop Hughes for once, please, on the breakaway? I'm sick and tired of seeing it. Come on. Richter stopped Bure. I think you could stop Hughes. Look, you want to be the best? You've got to be on top of your game at all times. Now, I'm not knocking Shesterkin as the reason they lost because he's not the reason that they lost. They were lifeless everywhere else. However, he doesn't let up a second goal like that. Come on. And getting beat twice now in this series by Hughes. One didn't really matter because the game was over, but still, he got beat. You get a breakaway like that with Hughes, and there's going to be more to come. You trust your circuit to make the stop? Right now, how could you? Third line, the kid line, no good. Zabinajad, MIA, Panarin all over the place. Rangers were just awful. You could just see it early on watching the game. They had nothing. They weren't skating well, weren't moving the puck right. They just looked like crap. That's the problem that I have with them. Jimmy's in Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, my man, Sal? Jimmy, how are you this morning? I'm good because my devil's tied up. And, uh, Sal, how come when the Rangers, you know, you're a Rangers fan, all the Rangers fans, they say the Rangers played great, they outplayed the Devils. But how come the Devils fans, anyone call and say they played horrible the first two games? Like me and Joe Benigno called on Saturday. I told them, listen, when they ch- they need to change goalies, like a lot of people said, when they change the goalies, you see the difference. You, you didn't beat the Devils. You beat the goalie those two games by scoring 10 goals. Now they made the change. Now you see the big difference. And the one thing, Sal, that guy, uh, Shachurkin, mm-hmm. Hughes owns him. He's got to bring 10 goals on him this year. Well, yeah, I mean, Shachurkin's Sh- gotten beat uh, flat out twice by him on, on a break. So one was the penalty shot and the other one was the breakaway in game four years. So, I mean, I'm not going to argue against that. He, right now, Hughes got the better of him. That's got to change. He's only he's only going to be a face of the, of the league in a couple, couple years anyway. 
Oh, Hughes is a stud. I just don't think like, – I don't think the Devils have played uh, – look, games one and two, they were awful. Uh, and I don't think the Devils have played great here in games – I think they played a solid game in game three, and I think they were fine in game four. But to me, game four specifically was about the Rangers being awful. Remember, remember, also, remember, we beat you five times this year. Five. Well, I'm not five. worried about that. I'm not worried about that. What happens in the regular season doesn't matter. What happens in the postseason is what matters well, that's what, here. No, that's what I'm trying to add up. I think, I think the season. I think they're going to end it. They're going to walk off on your ice, the Devils. Uh, you know, now they're going home. They're not going to lose the third game in a row at home to the Rangers. And then they're going to be that. That's going to happen. They don't think the Rangers will be probably down and the dumps have to lose in three. In well, a row. I mean, what, but you're but this is all based on what? What are you basing that off of? Just the way the goaltender is playing. You can't be. You just can't beat that goaltender. It's not that goaltender, Jimmy. He's not even that good. The Rangers aren't getting any good shots on him. You, 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 you got outshot. I think the first two games. I mean, that's why you beat. They the, had, they beat had basically the, the same amount of shots last night. It was only like twenty four shots. Last night, yeah, yeah. Last night they had the same amount. But I'm saying in the first two games. The Devils got a shot you, but you beat that goaltender who was hard. Right. He, he yeah, but it's they, it's they, the Rangers. Right Look, here's the bottom line, Jimmy, and thank you for the call. If the Rangers don't score on the power play, they're not winning the series. I don't care where the games are being played. If the Rangers don't score on the power play, they're not winning the series. That you cannot go 0 for 8 in two games and expect to win. Simple as that. They needed to cash one in. You cash a power play goal, everything changes. But it's not the goalie to me that's been it, that's been the difference. I think him being there mentally messed with the Rangers. And he's he's all right. I mean, I'm not seeing great play from him. The rebounds are going all over the place. The Rangers aren't there to pick him up. They got to get out of their heads with this. And I think it I think playing at home, I think two things happen. Pressure of playing at home, trying to be too cute and trying to put, you know, maybe thinking the series was not that they thought it was over, but expecting to come home and dominate and maybe trying to do too much, I think that probably hurt him. And I do believe that the goalie change got in their minds. It got in their heads. But to say that the Rangers now are going to lose in Jersey, which they might, and then come back and lose again on home ice. So by your logic, well, the Devils aren't going to lose three in a row at home, but the Rangers will? That's hard to fathom for any team. We'll see. Maybe it goes seven. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. What's up, Eric? Hey, morning, Sal. Uh, well, look, I feel for you. I, I, I was uh, almost starting to think that uh, my team dressed up in your uh, uniforms and went out for that yeah, game. Yeah, Islanders did not have a good performance at all on Sunday. No. I mean, it was very reminiscent of that, I'll be honest with you, although the, the, the difference in the teams is pretty apparent. But, you know, the but same thing. I mean, you know, you're talking home ice, you know, coming off of, now in, in my case, coming off of a, like a uh, major performance at the end of the game, you would think they would have picked up the momentum from that. But, you know, very similar, uh, very flat performance. You know, you guys, you know, certainly had a, a much you know, better chance yesterday. But, I mean, you could you, you could feel the, the lull. Yeah, I only caught the first two periods yesterday because I finally crashed, you know, after the weekend. But, uh, you know, but, yeah, I can I can. How did you work it? So, Eric, because you're doing overnights oh. basically seven days a week, you went to game four East Sunday at 1 o'clock. How did you – I was thinking about – so you worked that morning and then what? You didn't even sleep? Yeah, not not only – yeah, because it, it was – not only was that I was running real late with, with being here, uh, not to mention that dreadful weather. You know, You know what I'm talking about, Sunday morning. Uh, I had to deal with that, and then I went. I raced right over to. I grabbed my kids, went got my nephew, went right to UBS, and watched the game. And then, uh, you know, uh, and then you know, watched that pathetic performance. Right, you watched I, the um, Islanders you know, sleep, and uh, then you went home yeah. and went to sleep yourself. Uh, well, sort of. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, but it finally all got to me yesterday. So that, uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, a long weekend. Yeah, it's so, disappointing. Yeah. Look, I don't know. The yeah. Islanders play uh, tonight, Tuesday night. So the season obviously on the line for them now, down three one. Yeah, I, and you know, if I could just throw the list, but look, I know a lot of people have been complaining about the officials in general, not not in relation to you know, yesterday, but. Uh, but you know what? I mean, there was a little bit of that. But I mean, in all honesty, and I'm, and, and look, I tell it as, as I'm a fan. But mm-hmm. you know, they they didn't show up Sunday. I mean, I, I've been saying it all since I saw the game. The Islanders didn't show up. So I mean, you can blame the officials to a certain extent. But I mean, they they they, they made it the way it was. That and it, so it, was it and it can't that. happen. It can't happen at home, Eric. And thank you for the call. Appreciate you checking in as always. Can't happen at home. Not in the postseason. And for different reasons, each team. You know, the Rangers had a win game four. To send a message, step on their throat. All right, you gave them game three, fine. Put them away. Go up three games to one and make it nearly impossible for them to come back on you. Now they got themselves in a series where they don't even have home ice anymore. Not that that matters, apparently. The Islanders obviously had a chance to get back in that series. They did so in game three with a big win. They needed to make it a series the way the Devils did. And the Islanders were at home and couldn't do it. Gary is calling from Mayapak. Gary, that was awful. So, you know, we should know better. The both of us are at fault. I agree. I agree with you. I was thinking the same thing. I I should know better than to call the series over or expect to sweep. That was stupid. Right. You know, we're singing the over song. I'm I'm saying five. You know, I figured they would lose one at home because that's the Rangers' MO. They never take advantage of a situation. You know, Saturday night, we lose an OT. You know, we played a decent game. Tonight, total embarrassment. Did you go? Were you there, Gary? I was there, unfortunately. And for the first time in, I don't know, I think forever, Gallant called him out. He said he was disappointed. It was no effort. There was laziness with the passes in the neutral zone. I tell you the truth, I think we have too much talent, not enough grit, which is another MO of this team over the years. When they made this goaltender change, I think he stinks, this guy. But the Rangers have something in their head when they play against big goalies. That's why we can never get by Tampa Bay with Vasilevsky. And even before him, when we had Henrik in the boys, they couldn't get by Bishop because he was a big goalie. Yeah, Louis Domingue last year. I mean, come on, the Rangers. I'm sick and tired of it with these backup goalies getting into their heads. And it's a different team. There should be no excuse. Gary, how about the power play? I mean, that is unacceptable. How does the power play go for eight. How is that possible for in the two games at home? This power play? It's impossible. How are we in this situation when last week we were so giddy? Not only did we take the home ice away, we took it away times two because we swept them. And to give it back, I don't think the Devils lose all the games at home. I don't think the Rangers do. That's why I think it's going to game seven. Ugh. But that's another I can't take problem. a game seven. Yeah, exactly. Win or lose, you it's already go. a problem. When you want to make a long run, you cannot play seven-game series in the first and second rounds. And they're going down the same road. They're going to be worn out. And I, I tell you the truth. I, I am not, you know what, I remember I was confident. You said, oh, you're shocking me. I'm not as confident that we're going to do it now. Now that we, we kind of, you know. Series or cup? 
scary. Forget yeah. about Cubs yeah, now. Yeah, you're I, right. I no, you're right. I, I can't see us beating teams like Boston. Toronto is back. Correct. In. Toronto. By the can... way, what I was talking about is Toronto. Uh, I was talking about the Rangers year. Thinking it's the Rangers year. I feel it in my bones. It may be Toronto's year. What they've had happen to them. It's like exercising the demons of the postseason's past for the Maple Leafs coming back from down what three goals or whatever it was today. Uh, coming back and getting that win. Now they're up three one. So maybe it's Toronto's year. But either way, and they are due. Yeah, and they, they are doing yep. it. And I tell you the truth, if we got eliminated, I, I'd be rooting heavy for Toronto. I'm, fi- but you know I'm what? fine no. with that. But, Gary, I mean, at what point? I mean, we're due to. Why couldn't the Rangers just go? Can they make one series easy for once? They're up 2 nothing. They dominate them for once. Can you make? Can you come back home and split? Is that too much to ask? Uh, you know what, Sal? That's, I, 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 again, we share a brain with that because I was thinking the same thing, especially after – we went up to zip. I said we're probably going to lose one at the guard because that's us. You did say that, definitely... and I was thinking, how are they going to lose to this team? I, I don't, I don't see it. All due respect to the Devils, the Rangers are playing like a championship team, and of course they come home and do nothing of the sort. Really, game and four you know, is a problem. Game three, you're right. Like it happens. Whatever you give the Devils credit, they they want to, you know, an evenly played hockey game. It, it, it happens. Right. The game four should ne- that was unacceptable. That was trash. What the Rangers did cannot happen. Cannot happen. And you know what? You're right, Sal. We are due. We got one cup in eighty years now. It took us fifty to get ninety four. And what are we going on thirty now since ninety four? See, that's what makes it worse. And thank you for the call, Gary. Too bad I didn't run any at the world's most famous. Although, I mean, I'm sure we would have been. Uh, well, I guess it depends on when we run into each other. At the end of the game, it would have been ugly. Rangers are long overdue. They played like a team that was looking like they were on their way. This team, that's what makes it worse, is that they were built to win a cup. This is not, oh, like last year. It was not the case last year. Last year, we were hopeful that the Rangers could make a run and maybe, just maybe, if everything broke right, compete and potentially win a Stanley Cup. And they got close getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. Winning two games. They were two games short of the Finals. This year's different. They are. There is one goal at hand here. Win the cup. We want the cup. They dominate through the first two games. And then they get beat in game three, and they are embarrassed by their own doing. They weren't even embarrassed by the Devils. They got beat by the Devils. They embarrassed themselves in game four. And you were right about Gallant. And I want to play the Gallant for you right now because it's worth it. He's never been a guy that's going to mince words. He's not sugarcoating anything. He tells it how it is. And I thought he absolutely nailed his thoughts following game four. Let's take a listen. just feel like there wasn't enough, not commitment. You guys obviously were trying, but just not enough desperation to get to the spots you needed to be in. I agree 100%. Yeah. Very disappointing. Again. General assessment of the overall effort. Not good. Not good enough. Not even close to good enough. You were you were talking after game three about how you needed more pucks to mm-hmm. the net, more bodies at the net. So, and it was a ref- refrain from everybody in the room. So, does it surprise you that it wasn't good enough in that sense for well, you? I mean, it wasn't definitely good enough. We seen that it was better the last game, and we asked for something. And sometimes when you ask, it doesn't happen. But it was real disappointing to watch that. I mean, it, they were perfect games. Yeah, we, and we said that, and we talked about that, and 
you know, we come home and, uh, you know, big crowds. And like I said, the, first, the the overtime game was a good hockey game. Could have went either way. But tonight wasn't, uh, you know, it was a close hockey game, but we weren't, we weren't, we didn't show up. We didn't play hard enough. We didn't compete hard enough. You know, all we did was yap at the linesman for getting thrown out of the face off. So a lot of bad things tonight. I mean, the score is close for a while defensively. You yeah. didn't give up a whole lot. I mean, I'm sure that second goal, you're, you're probably disappointed with the... It looks like guys maybe got caught out of position a little bit on that last goal. Yeah, and the rush, the, you know, we got up. I left too much of a gap there on them. But, you know, they made a good play and they made a good shot. Like, it wasn't a bad goal. It was a great shot off the post. And... Uh, but like I said, the rush shouldn't have happened like that. But is that, are you are you when you're talking about working hard enough? Are you are you more talking about offensively not doing the things you need to offensively do? not competing and doing the right things? And the neutral zone again too. I mean, first two games we didn't uh, we chipped some pucks. We got the pressure coming across, and tonight. A weak side winger was a little bit lazy, and he stayed on the other side of the ice and watched the play instead of supporting it. And how many times did you see us whipping pucks across and then picking them off in the middle? Just the old recipe that uh, when, when you when you look like you're tired or a little bit lazy, that's what happens. We didn't have the support in the neutral zone like we usually do. The the switch with Zabanajad and Trocheck was that just to get a spark trying or was it something more specific? Trying to wake something up. After they scored the goal to go up two to one, you want to see, I'm sure, that desperation to tie yeah. it. Did you see any of that? Didn't see it. Didn't see it. With the power play, you're you know maybe thinking about switching. Uh, that around. was the only time they really competed. I thought. I thought the power play, and and not all the time. On loose pucks, we lost those battles. But when we had a chance to move it around and get some shots, I thought we did a decent job with that. But again, all the loose puck battles and the one one you know reaching with hands instead of bumping people, we didn't show up well enough to to win a hockey game. Is it, Even though it was close, we didn't show up well enough to win. Is it toughest knowing that it was your top guys that really weren't leading the way tonight? Yeah, that was a difference. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Coach Gallant. Call them all out. They suck. They didn't do anything. That's right. Loose pucks, no puck control, not battling, not using their body. Lazy, lethargic, lifeless hockey from a team that was built to win the cup, from a team that was dominant and played, as you just heard in his own words, a perfect hockey game both in games one and game two on the road. They're better than this. Unacceptable. I want my money back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on the fan going until 2 a.m. Baseball's back, and the push for the postseason is on for hockey and hoops. Make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler, 877-337. Rangers problem? Call 877-337-6666. Rangers get beat by the Devils in game four. Shockingly, this series, you know, obviously not before the series, you wouldn't think it was shocking that it's 2-2, but shockingly, after what we saw in games one and games two, this series is now tied at two apiece. You give credit for the Devils not folding up shop. Lindy Ruff making the goaltending change. And you rip the Rangers for their effort as they embarrassed themselves with their poor play in game four. I just don't understand it. I don't understand how that happens in the postseason. And like I said, less about the result of that particular game or even about this series. Because this series, yeah, you don't want to lose to the Devils, of course. But the ultimate goal is to go win the Stanley Cup. And after watching a performance like that, I have no confidence whatsoever to expect that this team could go compete for a Stanley Cup. Not like that they can't. Game one and two, absolutely. Game three, yeah, okay. Game four, no way. Now they've guaranteed themselves a game six at least in this first round. You, you Sometimes you got to get an early... An early finish to a first-round series. You want to rest up and then move on. That, to me, is the sign of a champion. And the Rangers were not able to do that. 877-337-6666. Rob is in Lake Success. What's up, Rob? Well, Sal, listen, I didn't think I'd be going to a game six. And I'm going to maybe be going Friday night as well. I'll be busy if the Knicks... I will be I, there Friday I, and Saturday. I, well, beautiful. I mean, listen, Look, Friday, this is what it's all about. You know that, what, Rob. These, what, what? these games. I mean, if you could have the... If you can can go, find the ticket, and afford to go, you got to do it. You got to be at a clincher. Listen, as far as the Knicks, let's, they're playing amazing. And I, and I hope they... Now, if somehow Miami wins this series and they wind up going up against them... 
I mean, we're talking about, I know one game at a time and all of that stuff, but it's setting up really great for the Knicks. And, and uh, listen, I hope they take care of business. I don't have to go Friday, but if I am, I'll be there. Yeah, uh, what, I, I what, kind of feel the same, and I was I was actually hoping the same for the Rangers. Like, Yeah, well, here, here's what I'm looking at. Number one, I heard you, Gary from Mayapak's a great caller. I disagree with Schmid. I think this guy is a really good goalie. And, uh, number one, Number one, the Rangers completely were outplayed by Lindy Ruff. He is unreal with, with whatever adjustments he made. He came, he brought this team in game three, and that was an even game. But what, what they did was they shut down the power play, as we have seen, okay? And if the Rangers don't score in a power play, forget it. And they're going to a 1-2-1. One, one. They're playing that trap, the Devils. And if they get the lead, and they're going to do the same thing in Jersey, if they, get, if, they get that, if they get the lead, the Rangers are really, really in trouble because they've shown they just can't break this one one-to-one trap. The Rangers are always good when they're ahead. And the way the Devils play, they play the defensive Right, but Rob, what's the excuse for the power play? No, well, listen, I I just think... Like, I get what you're saying, and that makes sense, and you shouldn't be just relying on the power play. I also understand that. However... Well, over eight. I mean, mean, it's unacceptable! You you can't win crap without that in the postseason over eight. Get the hell out of here! And I agree with you. The game three, listen, it was, it was, it went to an overtime. But here's the thing. It was, it basically came, they were playing so well in the first two games. I think that actually kind of hurt them that they made the goalie change. This guy, he's a stand-up goalie. He's a big guy. I played the position mm-hmm. and he doesn't make a lot of movement. This is, and, and I even heard, um, Hank on a recap. He basically, and Valakat, he was saying, this guy's good. He no, he, right. he sees the puck and, and he doesn't have a few rebounds. Would they how say about that goal they scored? Well, well, where you scored on that flip? I mean, that was I talk about a flip pass down the ice. I mean, that was just pure. What did they league. say? What did Lund? Because I didn't. I was at the game and I had to come back right. here and get ready. What did Lundqvist and Valaket say for the answers to score on this freaking guy? Then, if he's yeah, that you good, you know what? I think that right now what's basically going. On, was talk, they obviously talked about the power play that they're not scoring on the power play, okay? And that's that's the basic right. one thing. But they and what they say is the problem for that. I mean, I don't they, understand it. Well, they I don't know what they what they, look, they came out so flat. But you were there. I mean, it was, it was awful. It was the no. worst game. Yeah, it, the worst regular. I can't remember a game they played so lousy. First of all, in a playoff game. I don't know if it's a I'll tell you, Ruff. He has made such great adjustments, though. Look what he did. He's two different. Well, Ruff's teams. a great coach. There's and no arguing that. that. Last thing, going into this series, I thought this is the worst matchup. Now, after the first two games, I was like, wow, this is a joke. You want to know what? I don't know how this is going to be. It's two out of three now, and the way I look at it, they're not good enough right now to beat this team. They're going to have to. The only way they're going to beat them is if they get the lead, because the Devils have to play a different, a different type of style hockey. If, they, if the Devils get up one nothing, they're going to play the same way they just played the tonight, and they did it in game. By three. the way, Rob, we don't have a start time yet for game five or six, do we? I, you know what? I haven't even checked. I just, uh, ugh, I'm, and you know what, Sal? There's nothing like being at a, at a clinching game. and We don't want to go to a funeral. Let's oh, 7.30. All right, it is 7.30 for, that is for the Knicks, What about the Knicks? What are the, well, if it even goes that far with the Knicks. I mean, I'll uh, For Friday, I don't know. Let me see if there's a game six start time here. I'm, I'm one thing at a time for me. Uh, no, the start time for Saturday is TBD. I'm wondering, you think there's any chance that could be an afternoon game Saturday? Uh, they want. They probably want the you know the time. They want to make that a, a night game. I'm guessing. Well, it. What I are mean, the other options? I mean, you're looking at 
we got to see when these series would wrap up here. Yeah, I mean, is, right. I mean, but I'm is, thinking this is they, they want this as prime time on Channel 7 or something. I mean, this is, this is going to be a clinching game for someone. And, you know, it's a New York Jersey yeah. robbery. It's, it, I'm sure it's most likely going to be a night game. But Sal, I just hope it's not 8 o'clock. I mean, I'm taking my nephew. Eight, yeah, oh, that's great. Oh, you know, he's, he, he's loving it, man. He's oh, loving, no, he's a huge, he's huge. So he's I, loving life, man. And, yeah. But you know what? Listen, we, I going into this series, I really believe this was going to be a, a war. And tonight's game was what I thought every game was going to be like, except I didn't think the Rangers would be so flat. Well, that's the, the problem. Devils are really this good. Well, they they, really they, good. It's not a, the Devils have been pretty, and thank you for the call, Rob. Good to hear from you. See you out there Saturday night, maybe Friday as well. The difference in the series is the difference in play from the Rangers from games one and two to games three and four. The Devils have, I mean, not that they were good in game one and game two, because obviously they weren't, and they've been better in game three and four, but it's not like they have been so much better in game three and four. The goalie has been an upgrade, sure, but I think this is more about the Rangers and their drop-off and fall in performance. Anyone talk about the adjustments Lindy Ruff is making? The defense that they're throwing out the Rangers? Maybe. But I'm not looking at a Devils team that is dominating here. I mean, you know, the Devils went, they scored a goal apiece in the first two games. They scored two goals in an overtime game in game three. And they scored one empty netter and two goals in game four. So it's not like the Devils are lighting it up all of a sudden. The Rangers defense or Shesterkin's been awful. It's the Rangers offense that's the problem. In particular, the power play. Ten goals combined in the first two games, two goals combined in the last two. And an over on the power play. That just can't happen. Sam is in Lakewood. What's up, Sam? Hey, what's up, Sal? How are you, Sam? Good, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. Not bad. Um, so about the Rangers, um, why aren't they slapping? Like, why aren't they just hitting it down the ice? Why do they have to bring it into the zone every time? Well, I mean, I think they did try to dump it in uh, on occasion. They just couldn't get anything going. Even when they did dump it in, they were not getting to the puck or winning the battles uh, along the boards. The Devils were. You heard Golan say it if you just listened to the clip that I played a little while ago yeah. where he was saying they were going with the stick and not the body. And that, that's just something. It was lazy hockey. You have to win those battles along the boards and control the puck. And eventually controlling the puck you hope to find somebody with some space and set something up where the Rangers were not able to do that nearly enough. Right, and why in the, on the power play is now doing the one-timers? Banjad should be doing it from the left wing. Last year, that's why they won. Yeah, and now and they have Panarin in that spot there. on the Look, and you, they have skill all over the place on that power play, right? With Kane, the only time Kane has made an impact so far with the Rangers, to me, watching him since he's come over here, uh, especially in the in the postseason here, is on the power play in space. You give Kane the puck on the power play in some space, and he can make something happen. But it was very difficult for the Rangers to find, and it has been these last two games, to find any kind of space on that power play. And I'm not sure if it's the way that they're setting him up, if it's the way that the Devils are now going about it defensively. Bottom line is, you cannot win w- without the power play. So whether you need to move Mika back to that spot where Panarin has been, uh, you know, uh, the the sniper side there, uh, then, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe that's something Glenn's going to have to look into. But he seemed to be okay with at least the way the, they were um, getting some work done on the power play, as he said, in, in that cup. But it just obviously is not good enough. You need to score some goals. Right. And the only weakness I saw from Schmidt is 
Walker's side, the top thing, like Vasilevsky, that would be perfect for his advantage that they would actually start scoring more often. Say that again now? I mean, I didn't understand that part. This, um, by Schmitz yeah. only, like this is, that Walker's side, top, top shelf. Same thing as last year with Vasilevsky. That's how they scored last year. Right. Why don't they just go back to that? Well, I mean, look, I'm sure they're going to try, Sam, and thank you for the call. You know, you're talking about the size of the goaltender here, and maybe they could get him over that uh, if there's a weakness there. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, look, this is this to me just doesn't make sense. And I'm not seeing a team that is getting great quality scoring chances that are being stuffed by Schmidt. See, I'm not watching that. They've had some opportunities. Schmidt has had some pucks. You know, he had one yesterday floating behind him. And the Devils were able to come get it out of there and turn it into a huge breakaway. He lets rebounds all over the place. And it just seems like there aren't... I mean, there there were at least two times where Schmidt let a puck get through him and it just didn't bounce the Rangers' way. And a devil was there to clear it out. I don't look at Schmidt and see a great goaltender when I'm watching him. Now, I'm not saying he's not any good, and obviously he's been pretty good in this series. But the Rangers need to get more guys in front to take advantage of the juicy rebounds that he lets up. Trocek had a nice fat one, and he put it in. It bounced right back to him, and he was able to put it in. That was the only goal of the game for him. But it's not like they've had odd man rushes. You know, the Rangers keep missing the net as well. They do get an odd man rush, and they're missing the net. That's part of the problem as well. John is calling from Port Jeff Station. What's up, John? Hey, how are you, Sal? Good, John. How are you? Good, thanks. Just like you said, if you're looking to turn around and you wind up the fact that, you know, these ranges are dumping the puck in. They're not getting to the net, or they're not taking charge. Panera's running around like he doesn't know where he's going. Sabanajad's doing the same thing. And when you say these pucks are behind this goalie, these guys are not hitting anybody in front of the net. They just, you know, they don't get to the puck. Okay, let me get another shift and come in. And I tell you, the coach was right on, you know, the money with the way they played. Uh, if they don't get their act together by New Jersey, like you said in the first round, I'd like to get it over early. Because the fact of the matter is, if you continue to let these series go wrong, this is not a championship team anymore. And you mentioned that. I look at them and I say to myself, the more that they continue to let this go and go, they're going to be out of it very soon. And it would be, John, one of the most crushing, disappointing, potential choke jobs that we have seen. From a franchise that is, you know, look, I mean, they may have been in the postseason uh, at times here. They've gone on some nice runs. But it's not like the Rangers are the most successful franchise by any stretch. As you, you know, who no. was it before? Gary mentioned one cup in 80 years. This would yeah. be... You you can, they cannot lose this series. You cannot lose this series in a year where they're going all in. You cannot lose a series that you dominated game one and two on the road in. Came back home up 2-0. You can't lose this series. And you yeah. know I don't know what's going to happen in game five. And I'm done making the freaking predictions here. Leave that to somebody else. But I'll say this: I don't I don't believe the Rangers could win game six and seven. In this series, I still believe, you know, last year I felt that even though they were down 3-1 at Pittsburgh, that they were going to win that series. I still feel like they're winning this series, 
but I, I'm starting to lose confidence in that the more I watch them play here. Now, you know as well as I do, it's not the goalie of the Devils. It's the Rangers play. I mean, right. this guy is not a super. He's 22 years old. He hasn't played that much. The Rangers just say, like you said, the coach nails every point that they were, uh, you know, so uh, undermanned and, and, and their, their skills. You were just like, oh, we're tired. We'll go to Jersey. We'll win that one. Come back. It's not that easy. And like you said, if you go keep letting these series go, they'll be exhausted by the fight. Forget about it. They're just going to be you know, going backwards again like they did in the years in the past. They should and not. not you go ahead. No, this is not a franchise that can continue that. Because they brought in two guys, like you said, for a championship. Right. Doesn't look like that now. They should not be in a spot. You just nailed it. With Kane, with Tarasenko, they're not supposed to, and thanks for the call, John, they're not supposed to have games like this in the playoffs. It's not just the result. Last year we could talk and complain and say, all right, well, maybe this guy's not doing enough or this guy wasn't doing enough, and why are the Rangers down 3-1? Some bad luck here, a little bad luck there, maybe some bad play. This was a total disaster of a hockey game as far as effort goes in the postseason at home with a chance to take a commanding three games to one lead. They were a no-show. They didn't show up. They were terrible, every sense of the word. That can't happen. It gives me no confidence that they're going to come out of it in game five playing a game like that. Now, maybe they do and look like a totally different team because obviously it's been a roller coaster ride here. Way up in games one and two. So blessed. Way up. They were blessed. And then they slowly start to come down. Game three, like I said, that happens. If this were another loss-like game, game three, you could accept it to a certain extent. You cannot accept what you saw. Now, the one good thing that I would say is that the Rangers didn't even play anywhere near a good hockey game with any kind of effort, with any kind of crispness whatsoever. And they still had an opportunity to win that game as it was a tie game in the third period. That makes me feel like if the Rangers play their A game, more likely the result will be what it was in game one or game two. They just got to get back to playing that game. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal, kind of back on the fan. Plenty to discuss today. Just a short show. we got about an hour or so left. Brian Rascona will take you through the overnight starting at 2 a.m. Now, don't worry. We'll be back tomorrow night following the Yankees again for plenty more. And then Wednesday, we get a full five-hour show starting at 7 o'clock. It'll go 7 to midnight. We'll do a lot of NFL draft as it's going to be, unfortunately, up against the Knicks game. So I'll be watching the Knicks. Uh, the Mets will be on as well at 7 o'clock. So the first couple hours of that show is probably going to be exclusively NFL uh, and maybe the Rangers as well, I guess. So the Rangers play... Th- oh, no, wait. The Rangers play Thursday, right? So they are off the next two days here. Right. Rangers will be on um, Thursday during the draft, um, which will be on... I think the Yankees have a later start. So we'll be on after the Yankees on Thursday and Friday again, as per usual here with this new schedule, filling in for Keith while he is away on um, paternity leave. 
Um, but anyway, Wednesday will be a full show. And there's just a lot to get to. The Rodgers stuff, which we haven't even touched yet. I want to get into some of the Knicks stuff as well with not just the Heat winning and going up three games to one in that series with Milwaukee, but the Knicks with a big performance in game four that my wife and I were on hand to witness. And it was pretty cool to be out there and experience that playoff juice in that building for the Knicks, which is something I haven't felt in 19 years. We'll do more of that coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll stick to your Ranger calls here. 877-337-6666. Alex is calling from Pittsburgh. What's up, Alex? Hey, Sal. Thanks for taking the call. appreciate it. Hey, I'm a Penguins fan, but I want to give some good good vibes to the Rangers. I think them going down 2 nothing at home takes all the pressure off of them. I felt like coming in, they won the two in Jersey. That put a lot of pressure on them. So I think you guys should breathe easy. It's the best of three. The Rangers are the better team. Right. And they're going to win it. Well, and, I mean, I hope so. I, it's just this is your opinion that they're going to win it. I just feel like after you have an effort like they did in game four, I don't think it's a uh, a time to be one game. They could, even, they could even lose one more game and still win the series. You yeah. know what I mean, though? Yeah. Y- y- y'all, were, y'all were lucky to win last year with, with – Spicy pork and broccoli in a game seven overtime. So you got the better team. I'm just saying. Well, I don't Brady, think the Rangers. I don't think the Rangers were lucky to win that series last year. I mean, the Rangers. Yeah, should, you were. They oh. we had an AHL goalie. What are you yeah. talking about? And, and you guys crushed Sid. What do you mean? Yeah, Truba. Well. If Truba doesn't help us sit, they win in five. Yeah. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> you saw it. Yeah, I did see it. You know what else I saw? Did you watch game one, triple overtime, when the Rangers lost? Yeah. yeah. We, we had how? a second string goalie in, then yeah. he got hurt, and we put spicy pork oh, and broccoli in. Oh, the Penguins! What, what's listen, the, I'm not what, talking about the what's Penguins. The penguins what's the Penguins series right now? No, I, I haven't no, watched it. I don't it. want to talk about the Penguins. Oh, Sydney! Get lost. Sydney! <laughs> Here's what I'll say about the Penguins. They're not in the postseason. They're home, so there's no need to even mention them. And you want to cry about last year? They went home because the Rangers sent them home last year. The Penguins are lucky to win three games in that series. It shouldn't even been close. Rangers should have been. Oh, Sydney got hurt, though. Sydney was – Truba took out – Truba took – he took out Sid. Yeah, he did. You know what it's called? Hockey. I keep thinking, oh, he took out Sid. Get lost, the whining Penguins fan. There's no worse hockey fan than the whiny, crying Pittsburgh Penguin fan. Your team sucks this year. See ya. And the Rangers bounced them from the postseason last year. See ya. I don't care who was in goal. All the excuses in the world. Sydney wasn't there and Louis Domingue had to be in that. (laughs) You're up 3-1. And you're lucky that you were even in that spot because they shouldn't have been. Game one was ridiculous. Ken is calling from Queens. Good morning, Ken. Yes, sir. How you doing? Good, Ken. How are you? Not good. First of all, this team, the Rangers, they let us scrub goaltender looked like Billy Smith tonight. Okay, that's number one. All right? Number two, Panarin 
I am sick of this guy for two years in a row. He's been terrible in the playoffs. He's got to go. He's got to go. And and if they lose, someone's got to have to pay for this, whether it's the coach or whatever. Someone's got to pay for it. And you know what, Sal? They're going to be in a grueling six or seven game series now, which doesn't set them up well for the. It ruins the chances uh, of winning a cup. Series. No. And I've been following this team since 1965, Sal. That's Seven years. I never get giddy with this team. I never do because you know I know better as a Ranger fan all these years. Yeah, well, I mean, you sound frustrated, and I understand that. Now, the series certainly is not over. It's really just getting started at two-two. Uh, but uh, look, you're right, Ken, in that I hate the idea of thinking about a six or seven game series in round one. You really wanted to end this thing in no more than five and rest up and then go at it and you know round two where look it looks like it's going to be Carolinas they are up three one on the Islanders so whoever wins out of the Rangers or Devils is going to face the winner of that series where the the Canes are in complete control that's not going to be an easy series either I mean I could certainly see yeah. whoever wins this Rangers Devils series taking a lot out of each other and maybe the Canes moving on and look yeah. let's see what Carolina does up three one are they going to let the Islanders bring it back to the to UBS. Yeah, I don't know, but this is the second year in a row. If they disappoint us again, if the last year Tampa Bay having that lead and blowing it, I mean, come on, someone's got to go. If it's the coach, then he's got to go. Well, I don't care. I, I mean, they might make that type of change, Ken, and thank you for the call. They might make that type of change. If they don't, if they get bounced in this first round, I think anything's possible. It's going to be a different look, though, next year. You know, Kane's not going to be here. Who knows what they're going to do with Tarasenko? You know, we'll find out what different moves that they make, but now you're starting to see last year was the beginning and it was fun and it was a great run going to the Eastern Conference Finals. This year it was for real and it was supposed to be about the Stanley Cup. And look, it still is. I mean, we're talking about like the Rangers have lost a series, but the idea that it may have to go to, well, it is going to six games at, at the least. When you're up 2-0 after taking the first two on the road should never be in that predicament. I'm done with the predictions as we welcome in Marco Belletti. Marco, do you have a prediction for how this series is going to play out? You were kind of quiet on it last we checked last week, and I know you're a Ranger fan. Um, obviously, I'll be going now to game six where we weren't sure that was going to be the case last week. I think no. many thought it was going to be four or five. you have a prediction now after watching these two games here at home? I still think the Rangers win the series, but I think it'll be in seven. It wouldn't uh, shock me if they dropped game five. And then one game six and seven. Yeah. Yeah, I can I, see that. Look, they need to find, they need to figure out the power play because if that's going to be completely absent, they're going to have a really hard time getting enough scoring, getting enough goals because the Devils have found a little bit of a pace. Look, it's not like Shesterkin has given up a lot of shots. It's not mm -hmm. like the Devils are pouring in goals left and right. But Schmidt has given them a boost. They've gotten their playoff legs under them. They've gotten a lot of confidence. And if the Rangers, their huge advantage is that power play, and it was lethal in the first couple games, and it didn't look like the Devils made a lot of changes. The Rangers just have missed a lot of opportunities on the power play. Yeah. It's not like I'm seeing bodies on Kreider and, oh, they've changed things up and, oh, they've got Zibanejad blanketed in the slot. I don't see any of that. I just don't see the Rangers capitalizing on some of the opportunities they've had. They need to bury some home on the power play. Otherwise, the series is going to be they over. They're trying to get too cute. I mean, oh, my and, and for the third, I mean, we saw it a little bit more. Can we see Zibanejad in the slot a little bit more? Can we yeah. switch him and Panarin and put Panarin in the middle and get Zibanejad back in the slot for that one time or on the slap shot? It's worked. I know that they have a lot of weapons, and Galant's got more, obviously, experience and knows more than I do, but because it's now gone stagnant,
and because it hasn't just been Kane setting it up for Kreider in front, go back. Go back to some of the Zibanejad, open it up for Panarin with that pass on the slot, on the one-timer, see if that gets your power play going. Yeah. And you also need to get Zibanejad going as well. Well, that's the thing. He was the key to the Penguin series a year ago, despite what the uh, Alex in Pittsburgh may say before <laughs> about Sydney being out. The key was Zibanejad doing what he did. Do you hate the Penguins as much as I do? Uh, probably not. I have a little bit of a soft spot going back to when I was a kid with Mario Lemieux. Really? I, I, I'll be honest. I yes. don't mind Lemieux. I like Lemieux. But that's yeah. that's what gives me the yeah. him and Yager. As much as look, it was tough when they beat the Rangers in '92. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember that was tough. Minus that though, and I was young, so it was almost like you know you get older. You're like oh, hell. I don't care who you are. It doesn't, right. doesn't matter how good you are. You beat my team. I hate you. But when you're a kid, it's different. You like the superstars. I always liked Lemieux and Yager. The I pre did. the pre Sid Penguins, whatever. Look, the Sydney Crosby Penguins. Nobody likes. Yeah. Outside of Pittsburgh, nobody likes that. But if you're asking me, do I have a little bit of a soft spot from going back to when, you know, the Yager, well, the you, New Days? Did you yes. use them on like uh, NHL 93 or uh, something? 100%. 94? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I used a lot of Chris King with the Rangers in that oh, game, too. Yeah, Chris King. Oh, he was lethal in that game. Are you kidding? So yours was 94, was your wheelhouse? That's the one. That's the game. Because the they NHL were, 94. They, but they had like 91. I know, but 92. that was the game. That was the one that. You know, you on the bottom, if you're I going think, down, you can go around the net and get the slap shot. It was always a goal. The 94 game was the game. 90, 94 was the one where you can uh, fight and see the blood, right? You punch the uh, guy I and he say falls yes. down. Uh, and he stays on the, yeah, I want to say that. Stays was on the yeah. ice. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure that I'm not confusing the Sega one and the, dun, 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 you know, dun, 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 the, was the Blades of Steel. Blades of Steel. Oh, yeah, right. You know? Yeah, but, well, that one, you could fight. That was like the first hockey game you could fight in right. for I'm Nintendo. just making sure, I, sometimes I confuse them a little bit. But Sega well, 94, that NHL 94 like the, on Sega Genesis, that was the the game. It's like the greatest game ever. I'm just going to try to pull up the uh, the theme songs that have done this before. But I always get mixed up with... um. Um, 93, because th- that was a great game, too. I mean, I loved them all. 95, 96, when right. you started to be able to have the spinorama. You yeah, know- I, I want to say 94 was the one. The one that we all play, the one that's now, like, you know, it's got cult classic hero and all that kind of stuff. 94, you're I want to say it's 94, yeah. Let me see if we can pull this up here and get the music on it. Same thing. It's almost like, you know, Madden had it every year, but there were certain games that were just a little bit better. Madden, I like the early days, too. It started to get, like, to me, a little stale. I kind of stopped playing in the last 10 to 15 years it, it's got it, i always thought i'd be able to play with my kids that's it's past me now oh see this is 94 you don't remember this i don't remember the, the theme song no i remember playing the game like you said if you got it now let me get 93 hold chris on chris king because 90 <laughs> i remember the monster this. in that game i want to get the 93 one up because that to me was the better and 94 was the better game because i think it added those different things um, but I mean, '93 was the better theme song. I love these themes. See, I, I don't remember stuff. the theme songs as well. NHL '93, EA Sports. Let's see, we pull it up. <clears throat> and I used to. That's how I learned hockey. Believe it or not, with those. Um, let's see. No, I don't want to get this. Did you have video. ice hockey with the medium, skinny, and fat guy? Oh yeah, yeah All for right. NHL. Okay. Right, but like I knew. Um, let's, let's see if this intro here. I knew the players and the rosters around the league because I was playing. With the with whatever teams, Fair. right? Yeah, like, no, isn't he, that how you learn the roster? If you wind up play, yeah, and you play every team all the time, yeah. I forget. Did, did that have like a season? I don't remember now. Yeah, they all. I think they all. Did that, did, they all they? did. I don't. The early early games didn't have seasons. I don't remember when it started to to get into that. You're right. That's when you know like the entire roster. The only problem was you were always a year behind. All right, let's do an update. Then I'm gonna come back and play this song because I don't. Uh, I want to make sure I find the right one here. I'm seeing all sorts of. Uh, 
I don't want to get a, some guy's YouTube video. Hey, remember, man, the NHL 93 was the greatest thing. I want to see the intro <laughs> to the game, uh, and then we'll go over that. All right, You're going to say dump button ready? Yeah, exactly. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.